Welcome to the Boys of Summer, episode number 81. I'm Gene Gums, joined by my friends Paul Arnold and Eric Braun. Guys, since we sat down last, it's been a few weeks. Uh, we've had some carnage uh, in the managerial ranks. Joe Girardi loses his job on June 1st. Joe Madden loses his job on June 6th. Uh, we see this all the time, teams underperforming. Uh, the manager's got to be the one to take the hit. But I guess if you're the Phillies, you think you made the right move, uh, I guess. I mean, they've won, what, nine in a row since Girardi lost his job. So how do you guys fall on this? I mean, at the end of the day, the players are the ones who play. Um, how do you fall on, on managers losing their jobs in the middle of a season? I think it's kind of weird because you're right, right? That it's, uh, that it really is up to the players and for the manager, it's really more of a people management kind of job, right? Keep the guys motivated, keep them, you know, there's very few times where you can look at a team and say, well, the coach made a bad or the manager made a bad decision here. And that's why we lost the game, right? There's some bullpen management stuff and, you know, a few other things, but, you know, at some point they just fire the manager because management's mad. And they want to fire somebody. I mean, that's right. I mean, that's kind of what it is, Yeah. you know, anyway, I, you know, uh, I, I feel, I feel that, you know, um, yeah, this I, I is guess so, I good. I guess the I guess the thing for me that bothers is is that I get it more like say in the NFL where you might want to fire a coach because you've got what sixteen or seventeen games in the regular season. Major League Baseball we're playing a hundred and sixty two games. Re- remember the year that the Washington Nationals absolutely stunk and everybody wanted Dave Martinez's head on a plate and they ended up winning the World Series. Or how about last year when the Atlanta Braves absolutely stunk? They were below 500, and Brian Snitker all of a sudden, look, hey, they're in the World Series. They won the damn thing. So that's my point is is that baseball with a 162-game season, there's so many ebbs and flows. To me, it's just a knee-jerk reaction sometimes to, to pull a manager. When Why not just let it play out and see what happens, make the change at the end of the year just because of the nature of the season? Mm. Well, let me jump right. in here on this one. I just did a quick search of MLB managers. There's nobody else named Joe, so it's just a bad year for anybody named Joe. Um, second. Oh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Hey, 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 Paul. Oh, there is one. Uh, yeah, Joe Matheny. He's the coach for the Kansas City Royals. Oh, that guy. Oh, I thought he was already out. Of, no, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> I, I thought that was Pat Matheny, the musician. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm mistaken. He is from Kansas City. Yeah. Well, there you um, go. well, gosh, I'm sorry, Eric. I forgot your own team there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Big payroll, big expectation. I sort of wonder in this day and age where egos are so big that there's not a spy in the clubhouse or somebody squawks to the agent or squawks the owner and says, we can't keep going like this. You know, when they go around the manager, when the manager loses confidence of his players, it's just a matter of time. I agree, though, Gene. It's way too early. A lot of things could have happened. Even though I don't like Joe Girardi because he was a Yankees coach, I think it was too early for him. <laughs> well, you know, and, and I guess the thing is, is that there were some, you know, you talk about the spy thing, and we hear about leaks all the time from the clubhouse, right? And there were some rumors that Joe Girardi had lost the clubhouse, that guys weren't listening to him. Right, kind of hearkening back 
Yeah, right. Exactly. Kind of and kind of harkening back to I remember the days with the Boston Red Sox when, you know, Terry Francona, they said, lost the clubhouse, the old, you know, uh, fried chicken and beer in the clubhouse during the game. So, you know, maybe there's some rumor to that or maybe maybe you dropped the name Bryce Harper. Maybe there is a conflict, a personality conflict, maybe between Harper and and Girardi. And, you know, uh, Harper's the guy that that they've staked their future on. Yeah, I would agree. I think that's that when the players are so big these days, it's almost like the NBA. Like the NBA players rule the league now. And I don't think baseball has ever been like that to this degree because there's so many players involved to make a good baseball team. And but I think with the Angels, um they had such potential and then you take two superstars and then you forget about the other, you know, 14 whatever guys on the rest of the team that need to stay healthy and everything like so I don't know. Maybe this is NBA rubbing off on MLB. Well, you know, it's, Mike, Mike Matheny got fired from the Cardinals, you know, before he came to the Royals. He was that's why they fired him in St. Louis was because he had lost the uh, the clubhouse, you know. And and uh, I think that's the thing that I think that does, that's been happening for years, you know. And Matheny has kind of tried to uh, you know reinvent himself uh, with you know mixed results, obviously, but. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think I don't, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily a new phenomenon. Well, and you know, you look at, at the angels and, um, I, I guess the, the, they, they had high expectations. I mean, hell, I, I picked them to make the playoffs, but when you've got two of the best players in baseball on your team and Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, and then you throw in guys like Anthony Rendon, we know how good he can be. Um, Brandon Marsh is, is a good young player. Matter of fact, I think he didn't, he, or Jared Walsh, I think, didn't he hit for the cycle like yesterday or yeah. something? Um, and, and this is an angels team that in the beginning of the season was in first place. So maybe this is a case of, holy cow, we get out of the gate fast. The owner's pissed. Somebody's got to get fired and they can't fire the players. Um, but that segues into what just happened in Chicago with Tony La Russa. And there are fans that are calling for his head um, because, well, well, A, because they're under 500, but B, because he made one of the strangest decisions ever uh, where he walked Trey Turner the other day when they were playing the Dodgers. They had a one and two count on him. And they decided to intentionally walk him to face Max Muncy. And Max Muncy then proceeded to hit a three-run bomb. And Tony LaRusso looks like an idiot. And so now you take the, the, the slow start plus that, and it sounds like the, the people want the 77-year-old's head. Yeah, it's kind of hard to blame them. I mean, that's, you know, it's, uh, it was a very strange decision. And... I mean, it's one, it's one thing to walk Trey Turner, right? I mean, nobody would blame me for that. Cause he's, you know, uh, right. you know, he's, he's having a great year. He's a, he's an incredible player. He had a 20 plus great game hitting streak going, but, uh, but yeah, when you get him with two strikes, even though he's, he actually is a really good two strike hitter, right? He's one of the best in the league with two strikes. Nevertheless, to drop a, to drop a two strike, a guy you have two strikes on to give some guy, you know, a fresh count that just, it makes zero sense. 
Well, I will, I will I will give him this, though, Eric. If you looked at the stats, I think Max Muncy's hitting under 200, right? I mean, he's been struggling. There's no question about that. I get it. Which, it, but I, Again, the point is, and you said it, is a one and two count. You know, uh, you know, back, who was it? Was that Larusa? I can't remember. Who was the manager that made the decision to walk Barry Bonds with the bases loaded one time? Do you remember that when Bonds was playing, the bases were loaded, he was coming up, and they decided they'd rather let one run score by intentionally walking him than pitching to him. I don't know if that was Larusa, but this, I mean, it kind of. It's kind of reminiscent of that. And you could see Muncie after he hit the home run. He was dropping F-bombs everywhere and basically calling LaRusa an idiot on his walk back to the dugout because he took it personally. Well, yeah, that's that's the other part of this is that, one, you get, you know, that's insulting to uh, Muncie who came up and jacked one. But it's also, I mean, what a, you know, that is not an encouragement to your pitcher. Right. I mean, right. <laughs> you got right. two strikes. It's like, no, you're not. You're never going to get this guy. You can't get you forget it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, with, oh, go ahead. Go, no, go ahead, Paul. I was just going to say that Larusa, he looks a little disheveled to me. And, and that's one of those things where, you know, maybe he had the count wrong in his own reckoning and he just made a quick decision. Or is he second guessing himself? You know, they were. There's been a lot of rumor about what he's going to do now, what they're going to do about him. And he kept on referring to the past. Like, in the past, I did this. In the past, I didn't worry about this. In the past. And that's a real sign of somebody who, you know, their best years were in the past, and they're trying to hang on to glory years. And um, you could say a lot of older managers have done well. You think of Buck Showwater right now or Dusty Baker recently. I mean, they've done really well. But the Russa, I mean... In your 70s, you're just not the same as you were in your 60s. There's just no doubt about it. Uh, by the way, it was oh, Buck Show Walter who walked Barry Bonds with the bases loaded. Oh, well, thank you. I, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, you know, but so, uh, look, you know, and I think we there was a lot of questions right from the very beginning with LaRusa, right, about whether he was going to be able to manage these young kids, whether he was the right guy. But the owner of the White Sox loves him. So I don't, I don't think he's going to get fired. But if you're the owner of the White Sox, how much credence do you have to put into Look, when you've got your home fans in the middle of a game chanting for your manager to get fired, <laughs> what do you do as an owner then? Uh, well, I would, hire, um, I would hire Tony La Russa a driver. <laughs> A driver. A, a driver. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't well, myself. That's old. Well, you know what? You know what's funny though, Paul. When you said he looks disheveled, the first thing I thought of is, geez, well, you know, maybe maybe he's on the sauce again, and maybe he's coming to the ballpark half in a bag, and that's why he decided to walk him one and two. I mean, because I can't come. I look. I know he's a great two strike hitter, but I. I just can't imagine. I just can't imagine making that decision. Like you said, if you're going to do it, just do it right from the beginning. If it was a, you know what? If it was a two-one count, I could understand <laughs> it. Yeah. Right, right. But a one, but a one-two count, I still, I there's no scenario in my head where that makes any sense. I mean, do you get so. a batter one and two, and then say, oh, oh no, oh god, he's, he's got, got right, where he's he's got right one. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'll show him. Yeah. Yeah. So, so is it, 
Is Tony La Russa going to be in trouble? Does the Chicago management need to pay attention to what the fans are saying? I wouldn't want it to get much worse if I was Tony La Russa. Um, you know, there's uh, there's still plenty of time for uh, for the Twins to falter. Uh, but, man, yeah, for the the White Sox, for the, for the high expectations they had coming into this season, if they aren't in contention for a wild card, after um, the All-Star break, it could be trouble, or around the All-Star break. Now, the other part of this is Lance Lynn, who's the ace of their staff, or, or one of you, arguably the, one of the top two pitchers on the staff, has missed all season. Mm-hmm. Tim Anderson's hurt. Eloy Jimenez is on the, on the injured list. And then you've had guys like Lucas Giolito's missed time. Luis Robert has missed time. Vaughn has missed time. I mean, they, they have had a lot of injuries. So that has to factor into it. The problem is, and, and, and so to me, I give them a pass on the record simply because of all the injuries. When you've got a guy like Lance Lynn out for that long, you know, I, I'll give them a little bit of pass on that. But when you have managers that start making decisions like this, I have a hard time not saying he should be fired. You know, we just talked about, hey, you know, it's 162 games. And how often does a manager make a decision that could lose you a game? Well, there's one you could point to right there. Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. I think LaRusa so. was talking about how Nixon was going to come out and throw out the first pitch, but I think they got to him first. <laughs> oh, man. Now, let me ask you this. What other managers could be in trouble? For in, you know that, uh, that he is beloved, and I think we've talked about this on, on this show before, but is David Ross in trouble in Chicago? Look, they're not just losing. They're getting humiliated. I mean, the Yankees put up like 14 on them today. Well, folks, we're going to hang in here and hope Gene is going to join us again in this podcast. He's having some technical difficulties and maybe he can hear us, but we can't hear him. Um, So... Eric, he was talking about other managers who might be in trouble. Who do you think else might be in trouble besides David Ross? Oof. Um, you know, I mean, you know, obviously being a Royals fan, I've, uh, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk, um, you know, about, you know, how much trouble Matheny might be in with the Royals having the worst record in baseball uh, with, you know, a sudden influx of all of our top talent. Uh, so I think there's a chance that uh, Matheny could be in a little bit of trouble. You know, I mean, obviously I, I was joking earlier when I said his name was Joe in hopes that he would be, you know, among the Joes <laughs> yeah. let go yeah. this year. But, uh, <laughs> um, but you know, I think as far as other managers, I just, I think Girardi was the one that I thought was probably in the most trouble. And then after the, the losing streak, it would be, you know, uh, Madden as well. Uh, but beyond that, uh, man, I can't think of anybody else who well, I, I think is really on the hot seat. The, the one I was bringing up before I got disconnected was David Ross in Chicago. As much as he, people love him there, they're getting humiliated by teams. I mean, the Yankees just you know beat the hell out of them. You know, at what point does David Ross's uh, stature uh, not help him in Chicago? Hmm. I think he's got I mean, a pass this year. Like I think you, he does too. Yeah. I think what you're saying is that baseball fans now realize either you're a contender or you're rebuilding. And spoken by a true Detroit Tigers fan here, 
I mean, that you can go years and years of rebuilding just to hope that you can have four or five years of good competitive baseball if you don't have an owner who's willing to pour out all the money. And um, right now the Tigers are in that spot, and uh, they booed the owner and the general manager when they presented Mickey Cabrera his 3,000-hit bat in a ceremony. So oh, he, wow. We're wow. Not, booing is not uncommon. You know, It's just the way it is. People are upset about gas prices and everything else, so... You know, you go to the baseball game to get a little therapy and yell at the ump or the owner or whoever's there, I think, at some point. But um, I think David Ross is safe this year. I think Kansas City, I mean, who are you going to get? That's the old adage, like, okay, if you get rid of this guy, who's out there that's better? And for me, the big Oh, Joe Joe Girardi? (laughs) (laughs) He's still getting paid too much by the Phillies. Yeah. But what's amazing to me is Buck Showalter, and I always wondered why he couldn't get a team over the top before. I mean, he came close a bunch of different places, but his success with the Mets is is really great. I love seeing it, but I also wonder, like, uh, come September, will that be around still? <laughs> yeah, but they're yeah, but they're absolutely loaded. Money, money, money. I mean, you know, when yeah, when you look at the amount of money that they've spent. If they weren't where they are right now, Steve Cohen probably would have fired him already. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, when you're approaching a, a $250 million plus payroll, you know, they're, they're, you know, I, I don't know how uh, you don't have any leeway. I don't think for teams like that, just like, I don't think Dave Roberts, if the, if the Dodgers had come out and been under 500 uh, at this point in the season, Dave Roberts might've been looking for a job. Right. I mean, I think that there's expectations based on payroll. Which makes me wonder which, manager of all time looked the worst in a uniform you know you get these guys that are not in good shape anymore <laughs> wearing uniforms and you know like Don Zimmer <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah for the Yankees and the Red Sox I think that's what maybe a top contender <laughs> uh you know I, I even remember um who there was was but he was an older guy and oh, i mean it just it was kind of embarrassing that he had a uniform on i want to say it might have been bob lemon or ralph hawk hmm i don't really have i don't know but but zimmer is the worst one i can think of <laughs> yeah i was gonna say earl weaver but um zimmerman's got him beat or don zimmer yeah. got him beat. yeah 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 i would agree i would agree all right so we we just we talked about carnage. Now, how about those red hot Atlanta Braves? You guys are both kind of Braves fans, I guess. They're kind of like your second or third or fourth teams. I mean, you guys kind of watch third what the fourth. Braves do. Yeah, with the with the Georgia connections, you guys kind of watch what they do. Well, again, this was a Braves team that at one point I think was what ten and a half or eleven and a half behind the Mets. They've won eleven in a row, and this is again where I say. Why fire your manager? I mean, there were talk. There was talk about Brian Snitker being in trouble in Atlanta, since I I see it all the time down here. And all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, he's the greatest manager since sliced bread. Yeah, I uh, I, I won't say that I pay super close attention to the to the Braves, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, look. I'm, They've had a pretty good couple of years, so you know it would it would be hard pressed for any real fans to be calling for his head, uh, you know, at this point. So uh, for me, it's uh, uh, you know I'm, I'm I can't imagine that 
even with a tough start to the season, that they would be calling for uh, for that guy's head. It's pitching, My ne- and Freddie Freeman wasn't, I guess, as big a part as everybody thought he was of the team. No, I, I think you're right. And I think, you know, the other part of it is, let's not forget that they didn't have Ronald Acuna Jr. for a good part of last year. Now right. he was injured again this year, but he's back. I mean, and this is a guy that's hitting, what, 320, something like that. And Matt Olson, um, you know, he doesn't have the batting average that Freddie Freeman does, but he is a, a much better fielder than Freddie Freeman ever was. Uh, Ozzie Alpi's a great player. Dansby Swanson has really come into his own. I mean, look, that's a loaded team. You know, and, and, and as, and, uh, you know, they got Marcelo Zuna back. They didn't have him last year either. Right. So, you know, they've got more. And we're still here. We're Gene's still having some technical problems and we'll get him back when we can, but uh, he's being persistent, like a reliever out of the bullpen. You just don't give up That's right. Keep on pitching them in there. So, Eric, I'm, I'm back. Oh, he's back again. I, I have a recommendation for you folks. <laughs> don't, move, don't move to the sticks. <laughs> I, I am out here with two, with two tin cans and a string for internet. I swear to God, it's just absolutely, absolutely brutal. But my point was, before I got disconnected, I mean, you know, the, the Braves are red hot. But this is a team, when you look at it, Freddie Freeman, you know, Matt Olson has taken his place. He's not as good a hitter, but he's a better fielder. Yeah, there's yeah. something to be said to find good all-around players. Yeah, I agree. And the Braves are just, I don't know, there's a chemistry there. That's the old adage, like, how do you have a good dugout? And, you know, Snedeker's doing doing that with that club. And, you know, when Freeman left and Acuna sort of pushed back, like, hey, I won't miss you that much, that was a lot of swagger. But yeah. in a way, yep. that, that told me something, that yeah. Acuna was ready to lead that team. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, and you know the the thing with um, with those kind of teams is that, and that, man, I totally spaced on where I was going with that. Darn it! <laughs> Somebody give Eric coffee. He just flew back from yeah, London, I'm, so he's got jet yeah. Lag. I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little jet lagged still. So get him, get him a pint. <laughs> get him a pint. I, that may be part of the problem. Oh, <laughs> too, too many pints at the pub in London. So Gene glorious. needs Elon Musk to help him with the internet and. Eric needs uh, some uh, orange juice and something else to help him out of his London fog. I'm drinking. I'm drinking. You know, it's funny. That'd be good. It's funny you should say that. I actually am on the list to get that Starlink down here, the Elon Musk thing. So, and they're they're saying by the uh, by the end of the summer. So I'm I'm holding out hope. All right. You know, we shall see. Does that come with a free Twitter account? <laughs> Those are free anyway. Uh, I just hope it comes with internet that is better than this. I, you know, I, and, and the funny part is, uh, I'm paying like uh, I don't know if I can tell you one, but I'm paying a ridiculous amount for satellite internet right now through Usenet, and it's just awful, mm. just awful. So you know, I'll I'll take whatever I, I'll take anything I can get would be better. All right, my next question, guys. New York is dominating Major League Baseball, right? The Mets in the National League, the Yankees in the American League. I mean, the Yankees are just ridiculous. Yeah. Is that good or bad for baseball? Well, I think it's bad for obvious reasons, but you know, I mean, it's, look, it's two teams that spend a boatload of cash. Um, they also both have a history, you know, I mean, the Yankees obviously have had more success than the Mets even recently, you know, but, uh, but the, the, the Mets and the Yankees also both have, you know, a history of 
you know, blowing it or, or not being as not getting their money's worth, let's say. Um, but uh, but this year, just you know, it's just it, it puts such stark relief on the way that spending money in baseball or any sport really, you know, can just you know tilt the uh, you know the scoreboard towards the uh, uh, towards the teams that that play on the coast. I mean, the entire you know. Uh, 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 National League West and the AL East are, you know, I mean, they're just, they're, they're so loaded with cash. They're spending money, you know, obviously Tampa Bay is the outlier there, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's really frustrating for those of us in the middle of the country to, uh, to have to deal with this kind of garbage. So my quick take is it's bad for me as an anti-Yankee fan, but it's good for baseball because it's the biggest market, right? And that's the most younger kids who may watch it if they can stay up past 9 or 10 o'clock at night when the games could be in the playoffs. But baseball desperately needs to be relevant to the younger generation and to big markets. And so if it's good for baseball long term, I guess I can go along with that. But for me, it stinks. I don't want Yankees to win at all. I like the Mets a little bit better, um, but not much. Yeah, I think you went exactly where I was going with that, Paul. Um, I, I mean, most of us that don't like the Yankees want to throw up in our cornflakes. But if you are Major League Baseball and you're Rob Manfred, you're thrilled because the baseball ratings, when you have the Tampa Bay Rays in the World Series or the Atlanta Braves in the World Series, right? You don't get the kind of ratings. Can you imagine the ratings a Yankee Dodger World Series is going to get or even better? a Yankee Met World Series, people will lose their freaking minds and they will have very high ratings. And that's what Major League Baseball needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm unmoved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, you know, look, sure, it's great for MLB in the short term. It's not great for MLB in the long term. There are tons of great baseball fans in the middle of the country. And, you know, if their teams had half a chance, look what happened to Kansas City, you know, for like three or four years when the team was actually relevant, you know, from like 2013 to 2015. And then, you know, they had to get rid of all their players. And now we've got a team that's, uh, you know, what, six years removed from that, seven years removed from that. And supposed to be in the middle of a youth movement. And, you know, we stink. We're the worst. We have the worst record in baseball. When we have uh, the same core of players that were on that team are still active. Many of them or most of them are still active in major leagues on good teams. Right. So, you know, I I just, you know, it's so frustrating. You know, I mean, imagine a team with the Royals if we had, uh, you know, the Hosmer and Lorenzo Kane. Kane's fallen off. Um, but you know, some of the pitching we had, uh, which the some of those guys are gone. But you know, if if, if we just had a chance, it would be nice, is what I'm right, saying. Right, right. And well, we I didn't I didn't think I'd be touching quite such a big nerve when I brought, <laughs> when, I brought when I brought that up. Um but, my team's in uh, last place. They were supposed to be a well, yeah, I get it. I'll say this. I mean, look, I'm a Red Sox fan, right? And the Red Sox have the best. 
Oh man, poor Gene just got cut uh, off again. Just when he was making the best point he's ever made this, on podcast radio. I know, this was going to be the best. This was going to be the best comment he ever made. And you know, he was going to say that as a Red Sox fan, he I'm back. He's back. He's All right, okay. Gene. Our All poor right, listeners, they, we just said that you're going to give the best ever answer you ever given on podcast radio. Go ahead. I am. Oh, what? I, well, look. So the Red Sox are 18 and seven since May. Best uh, record in baseball since then. Better than the Yankees. But guess what? Guess how much ground the Red Sox have gained on the Yankees in the last <laughs> month, despite that record? A half a game. That's it. A half a game. 18 and 7, and you gain a half a game. So, I mean, I get where you guys are coming from. It's frustrating as all hell. You play any better than that. But what the hell are you supposed to do? Well, you're playing for right? third, you said, this year. Well, yeah. But hey, look, right now, we could play for fourth. Right now, if the playoffs started today, the Red Sox are in the World Series, are in the playoffs by finishing fourth place in the American League East, <laughs> because all th- all three wild card teams right now are from the American League East. That's how bad the rest of the league is, or how poor they are. Well, well, yeah, maybe. Well, but again, you know, like you said, the Rays don't don't spend a lot of money. But yeah, I mean, you're right. But but you know, that opens the door for the Detroit Tigers, right, Paul? Yes, I'm going to go for it. I want to be positive here. I'm not. There's no crying in baseball. Come on. Um, one more Yankee thing. How about this? How about right now, Aaron Judge is on pace to break the Yankee single. Hmm. Eric, what do you think he was going to say? Single what? This is like a, single, a trivia game. Single season and home run record. RBI? For RBIs. RBIs. Say RBIs. Let's we'll see. Typically, Gene's out for about 20 seconds, then he comes back. Yeah. So we're going to make this like Jeopardy. So you, if you this can... will be Jeopardy. So, so, I, I, so are we both saying RBIs? Yeah, we're both saying RBIs. That's what Gene's Okay. Say. All right. Yeah. All right. But Judge is crazy. What a, what a, You're back, Gene. Well, I mean, it's, I, I'm back. But, but, you know, but is, is Judge better than Trout? I mean, look, Trout can't stay on the field. Right, he he's hurt all the time. Of course, he was hurt, came back and hit two home runs the day he came back. But you look at the uh, at what Aaron Judge does now. He doesn't drive in a hundred runs, but he hits he hits bombs like crazy. And right now he's hitting three thirteen. He's got an OPS of almost eleven hundred. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, so you know, does staying on the field make a difference? Can you be the best player if you can't stay healthy? Man, that's such a hard call. Uh, you know, when I I look, Trout is a special generational talent, um, and it's even, you know, it's certainly he's had a lot of health woes, especially the last few years. Uh, but I think his bigger, the bigger problem with Trout is that his team sucks. <laughs> um, <you know? laughs> what are you drinking, and Eric, I mean, tonight? <laughs> I, well, I've, I've had two beers, but I, I'm drinking Coke now, okay. um, you know, um, <laughs> but, I mean, but it's, I mean, that's just true, right? I mean, look, you would, if, if Trout was, uh, on a better team, even with, even with the time he's been out the last couple of years, they probably would have been able to, uh, deal with it. But, you know, in the, uh, you know, it's, it's so hard to judge, ha uh, judge compared to judge because, you know, judge is on a team that you know can do because it's not like judge has hasn't been out he's been out 
seems like he's been injured a few, at least a few times the last couple of years. I needed one yeah, of those yeah. bells like Dan Patrick had every time he said judge there, like bing, I know, said judge six bing, times. Judge. Wow. Um, <laughs> is it just me or is judge in better shape this year? He looks thinner. He looks yep. a little more agile, is faster. Yeah. I think he knows this is his contract year, so he's making the most of it. And Gene, we were trying to guess, what was the statistic that Judge is going to break a record with with the Yankees if he keeps going? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, did, did you guys miss that? Yeah. Uh, yes. No, it's home runs. Ooh, <gasps> wow. He's, he is on pace right now to break... Uh, the 61 home run record that Roger Maris set back in 1961. Mm, nice. He has 20. He has tw- has 25 home runs a third of the way through the season. Oh well, not a third. God. Yeah, but almost a third. Think about that. He's played 57 games. He's got 25 home runs. Right. Well, that's so that's he's pretty good. So he, yeah. So he's on pace to hit about 65, 66 home runs. So, and the other reason I brought it up, if, and I'm not a big fan of all the, you know how I feel about analytics. It's crap, most of it. But if you, if you want to use that, the, the statistic, that war statistic, Aaron Judge's war over the last three years is significantly better than, than Mike Trout's. So, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 and well, let's throw another name into it. The guy that was the MVP last year, Shohei Otani. Is he better than Mike Trout because he can pitch? Mm. Uh, no. No, I'm going to say no. <laughs> hey. Okay. All right. Um, you know, I think he's look. He is. He's very, very good. Uh, and he, you know, he obviously he's a he's a he's a really good pitcher. Has exceptional power. I don't think we know that he's better than a guy like trout yet. Um, right. And again, now keep, keep in mind that I put a lot of emphasis on uh, defense uh, and right. trout's defense is certainly is very uh, good. At a, yep. at a, yeah. It's a very high level compared to, uh, Otani. Well, although Otani's no scrub at first, except, but, yeah, um, except, well, except Otani now is only a DH. He can't play the outfield anymore because of the, you know, the Tommy John surgery. They don't want to play in uh, uh, defense. Mm-hmm. Right. So, he, so he, he's only a DH now. So, oh, really? you know, I thought he so, was playing first time. Okay. No, no, he doesn't. No, he was an outfielder anyway, and he has a great okay. arm. But when he blew out his arm, they said, no, no, you're not doing that anymore. Yeah. So that now sense. he is strict. He strictly designated hitter. So that kind of takes him out of that conversation because defense yeah. is no longer a fact. Unless right. you want to consider defense on the mound. Uh, yeah, no. So. <laughs> All right. So we're still saying Mike Trout's the best player. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm with you. All right. One last thing before we get out of here for today. There have been rumors. No one has confirmed it, but there have been rumors that Major League Baseball changed the baseball in the last 30 days. That all of a sudden, if you look around Major League Baseball, home runs are being hit at a ridiculous rate. The Yankees mm-hmm. hit six solo home runs yesterday. Mm-hmm. Six. So all of a sudden... Offense is an issue, and people think it's because the balls change. Do you th- would Rob Manfred do something like that? <laughs> <laughs> You're asking the wrong guys. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I have, I have I have two thoughts on that. One is that yes, he would do that. <laughs> and the other the other thought is that uh, it's also he might have tweaked it, and then the weather warmed up. 
and it, you know, I mean, especially up north, it turned on a dime. That's true. What, yep. The weather went from super cold to super hot, and that's going to have a pretty big effect on falls. You know, Salvi, you know, you know, is has been really rough the first month and a half, and then all of a sudden, you know, now he's, you know, he's hitting. Salvi is like going crazy with, uh, uh, you know, extra base hits, which is weird. Uh, but, but yeah, all of a sudden the ball started flying, and I think it's probably some tweak they did combined with the change in the weather. Are you guys fans of Saturday Night Live? I am. This I a, used to be the old the old days. Well, this was one that was done about mm, almost twenty years ago with Alec Baldwin uh, pretending to do an NPR type uh, broadcast up in Wisconsin about meatballs, <laughs> and he <laughs> talked about <laughs> sweaty balls, right? Yeah, your sweaty balls. Yeah. Sweaty yeah. balls. Yeah. Well, sweaty you know, balls. Yeah. Before we were talking about how all the baseballs were in humidors, <laughs> and they keep them dry and humid, and all those things. I think Manfred said sweaty balls for everybody, so that's why I think everybody's that, getting some sweaty balls. That's what I'm saying. I, Paul Arnold, I'm going to say this. I think you were probably about the last person I ever <laughs> thought I would hear that come out of their mouth. I just said sweaty I, balls. That's all. I you yeah. you have uh, you have just uh, you have just shocked me. I did not. Uh, that would have come out of my mouth. I did not expect that to come out of yours. <laughs> wow. Congratulations. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, 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 Eric, your, your, your assertion really isn't necessarily, this isn't a conspiracy theory kind of thing. You think it's more, you think it's more weather related than baseball well, related? No, I think, I think they did something, but you do then combined okay. with the change in the temperature really made it because it has been pretty pronounced. Um, so I think that's why I think it's, I think it's one of those deals where, because one, I don't, well, I believe that Manfred would do something. I also uh, don't believe he would uh, be so competent as to be able to uh, <laughs> turn things around so fast, right? I think it would be a pure accident. <laughs> the things works, worked out so well uh, with Zing. the home runs. Zap. Wow. Well, Man, this is uh, we can we can be assured of one thing: these <laughs> these three guys are never going to be charter members of the Rob Manfred uh, <laughs> fan club. <laughs> Do I am I coming uh, off as bitter this week? Because I can tell not you, not much. I, it, it's been it's been a tough few weeks for us Royals fans, yeah. and I'm in a foul mood about baseball right now. Mm. Well, and and you were just over with. Were you there when the uh, the jubilee was going on for uh, the uh, the Queen? I was, I was, I saw, um, I got there on Sunday. So the very last day and I saw the very end of their procession or parade. Every time I called it a parade, I was corrected that it was a procession, but it was a parade. It was a parade. (laughs) There were were weird floats and dancers, but anyway, yeah, I was there. Um, but, uh, uh, I was there. I saw, uh, the St. Paul church doing, they, they were ringing their bells. Uh, really loudly when I walked past it on my one day of action. I was there for work. So I had like one day of uh, just roaming around the city. Excellent. Excellent. Well, that is going to do it for us here this time. We're going to be back in a couple of weeks. Hopefully there haven't been any more managers fired, but uh, you know, maybe let's not, let's not rush. 
let's not rush into not wishing any managers get fired. <laughs> well, maybe Mike, maybe Mike Matheny will get fired with the Kansas City Royals, and it will be, we'll be, we'll be talking about that. And maybe the Royals will, will get things if Salvi gets going. Maybe uh, you know uh, you you guys can get ahead of those Detroit Tigers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. more games. <laughs> For Eric Braun and Paul Arnold, I'm Gene Gumps. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to The Boys of Summer.